Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Ramble. It's your favorite duo. Welcome back to another episode of Per. Oh fuck! <laughs> Give it in, Rich. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what's up? It is your co-host Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz. So we just wanted to have a real conversation with you guys. I feel like it's also needed right now as a viewer, as a listener to other podcasts, a viewer of YouTube, all that kind of stuff. I'm just wanting real. Yeah. Like I, even if someone's like re- like renovating their house, I'm like, eh. like I just like, normally I'm into that like productive life, blah, blah, blah. New home organization, like well, not organization. I love your organization shit. <laughs> She's coming for me. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, I've just been loving real conversations and people sitting and just talking to the camera, like less produced stuff. Yeah. And I recently uploaded a video about extreme bloating. I literally walk into frame in a bikini and I felt a little vulnerable, but I was like, you know what, bitch, you need to practice what you preach. And if you tell people they're beautiful as they are, you need to show that you also think that about yourself. And that opened a whole thing for me where I was just like, holy shit, that's deep. Alicia Marie, are you like, that was, are you a philosopher? That was deep, you know? <laughs> um, point being, uh, Rem and I were talking and we just wanted to have like a real conversation about things that we've realized lately or that we've felt on our hearts. <laughs> it's the summer of realizing things on our hearts lately. The, the summer of realizing things. And I think also a lot of people are also in this place of feeling like, the world's open, but it's not open, but we're on this brink of something. We're on the precipice, the (laughs) precipice, but we're not quite there yet. But I totally agree. I think this past year, I know that this past year has been crazy and unprecedented and like no one was prepared for anything that's come from this. And I think a lot of people's mental health, well, I can speak from my experience, my mental health, my physical health, just everything took a dip right at the beginning and it took me a really long time to get to a better place Mm. in everything and I feel like I'm finally along with the idea of maybe being able to go out again the precipice of it being out I feel like I'm the precipice of like being a brand new bitch 
<laughs> I feel that to you, my bones. I feel like I see it in you too. I feel I like really I'm do. like coming out of the cave of hibernation. Like we're here. Like I feel like it's on the way also. And see what's interesting is in the beginning of the pandemic, I really, really struggled with my mental health. Like I can't, I even looking back, I'm like, holy shit. Like I had no idea how bad it was until I like look back at it. Can I just say though, like the amount of things that you went through and the, from how I saw you handle it, like you handled it so much better than anybody else would. I'm not just saying that. I like, I think I blacked out some parts of it, which like obviously some things I'm going to keep to myself, some things like I'll talk about in future episodes. And I've talked about my anxiety before, but that was so bad for me. Um, so I felt preoccupied with that. And then of course, like I would still upload and work and stuff. So that way I kind of just like kept busy. But then personally, I felt like I noticed my my fitness take a dip more of the past few months. So it was weird because the f- beginning of COVID and quarantine, I I mean, I I was fine when it came to like health. Like I feel like I was so focused with my mental health that like I didn't really it didn't really take a toll on my physical health. However, then it felt like it hit me like a fucking school bus and bricks and mean girls, essentially, Hmm. where all of a sudden, like, boom, my body was playing catch up. Like, I remember I couldn't get out of bed so many days and I just felt I remember talking to my therapist and having this revelation, realizing, oh, my God, I'm so tired because my body was on hyper alert for months and maybe a few months ago, um, Actually, I feel like it was mostly January. I was just exhausted also because of Vlogmas and everything. But like just your body being anxious and on high alert. Think about it. Like your your adrenaline's running 24-7. Like your cortisol's through the roof, which we already know. <laughs> so finally, when I when I felt like I started to ease up on the mental health, I felt like my physical health took a huge toll. I'm sure someone else can relate to this. And I was exhausted. I never sleep in. Like I was sleeping in every day. I couldn't find any motivation to do anything, to work out, even to work, which like, if you know me, that's like my thing. That's her thing. <laughs> so I was in a really, I felt like I was in a different situation from most people. Cause I know a lot of people, um, struggled with that more in the beginning of COVID where I was a little more later but still struggling with it. And um, obviously in this episode, I've already talked about it, but we are going to be talking about like personally, like that included weight gain for me. We're, we are like, we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. So if that's triggering in any, any way, shape or form, whether it's weight related in any sense or foods or eating or anything like that, um, feel free to, to, to skip this episode. Obviously we want to be open with you guys. So we don't want to censor ourselves too much, but we want to be able to talk about things such as weight gain or weight loss and that kind of stuff. Um, and just looking out for you guys. But we just want to be real about it. So so how are you doing now? Right now in this Mental moment? health, physical health. Um, I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, we haven't had this talk, so I love that it's oh being recorded. Oh my God, recorded. am I going to cry? Am I going to cry? I'm going to cry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Suck them in. Suck them in. No, bring it back to like our first episodes where we sobbed every... Well, where I sobbed every time. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay. I think... I will say, like, personal life-wise, not the best. But mentally, physically, great. <laughs> I have to say, I literally told you the other day, I was like, you seem so happy. Like you're like you have this glow about you and I she's think preg- no, she's pregnant. She's <laughs> pregnant. I think a lot of it comes from and this may I may be completely off, but it feels like you just aren't caring what people think. I and think so like, too. You just seem like you're like thriving. I think so 
too. I, I get comments on my vlog sometimes like, does she just seem like extra happy? Like she looks so happy, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that makes me feel so happy because it's, you know, it's like one of those things where if you're in the trees, you can't see the forest or whatever yeah. that phrase is. It's like, you're up so close. And of course, like, Life is always crazy. There's always something going on where I feel like I don't even have time to think about like my happiness if like something's going on yeah. and it's making me sad. But um, yeah, I think what you were saying for me personally with my experience within the within quarantine and just weight gain is like I've always struggled with my weight. We all know I lost a good amount of weight a couple years ago and I really, really, really struggled to keep that weight off really, really, really hard and tried to figure out like what works for me. And to be frankly honest, once I got into a relationship, I kind of like, I mean, it's that's so normal. decently normal. Yeah. I think you just kind of like stop caring. Also, to be fully honest, Cal does not ever work out ever. So it's like you, not that I need him to work out or anything, but it's, you know, there's times where like we could be working out together. We could be doing yeah. something. And he's, he's just naturally very thin and like, well, he took my spot. Exactly. Well, I know. <laughs> Trust me. I wish it was us, but he, you know what I mean? Like if I had I like it. a gym rat boyfriend, then I'd be in the gym every day. But yeah. he and I are like so chill. We love to watch no, movies and eat food. And like, I, I think it's what I needed. And yeah. I'm in a really good place yeah. because of it. So um, I was very blessed with that. But in quarantine, when quarantine hit, I was like, oh, my God. I actually, to be honest, I was like, I got this new house. I'm going to play house. I'm a little wifey now. Not really. <laughs> wifey but like, material. Wifey. I was organizing. I was focusing a lot on YouTube, actually, which I feel like normally I'm good at like compartmentalizing but that was one of the first times where I really was like work Side work note, work 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 I work. always used to pride myself being like oh yeah I'm wifey material <laughs> but then like honestly when I really think about it I don't really cook and I'm quite messy so <laughs> maybe I'm not there yet but I mean no wifey material doesn't mean that you cook and that's clean that's what I mean no right? it just means that you're a wife <laughs> and you're you could be a wife true true obviously like a man can cook and clean too so maybe I just need to find a guy who's a chef a chef a professional who loves to clean <laughs> who is so organized and clean that i just get all the benefits exactly it's like i need the you in a guy form that's what i'm saying <laughs> i'll think about this later anyways um i think yeah i got so i got so into like playing house and doing all that kind of stuff that i wasn't really putting my physical health first which i think is fine you know sometimes we need a break and i think throughout this whole time i i've, I've started working out again actually I've been working out pretty much consistently throughout all of quarantine it's just my eating habits have changed which again is completely fine but I think throughout everything that I've gone through I've learned that your fitness journey your weight loss journey your health journey is not linear and it's normal to fluctuate and it took me a really long time to have this mentality and not only say it but mean it and like come from the heart and mean it because I feel like I'd say those things because I was trying to convince myself like you know it's it's not like it's it's fine to fluctuate it's fine to fluctuate but it is truly fine and normal to fluctuate and I would be in the depths of quarantine and like turning to food for comfort watching movie oh, marathons all day long yeah and like I was so excited I had restricted myself from foods like that for so long that I was like oh my god I can order takeout yeah and I'm helping small businesses yes. so I was like yay this is all great but and, and it, again it's totally fine and I needed to do it to get to where I am now and I feel like now I'm in a better place where I Again, consistently throughout quarantine, I have been working out. Mm -hmm. I've just also, I remember what really, what really clicked for me was like a few months into quarantine, I was putting on a lot of weight really quickly mm. and Cal was not. And granted, I understand he's a male. He's also six foot four and like 
we're just genetically built different i'm yeah. five foot three and female but i was just like this is not normal because i would eat so much less and also always pick like the quote-unquote healthier, healthier alternative exactly and i was just like putting it on like crazy um and i just didn't know why and that's when i realized i have pcos or yeah. like i really dug into that and i started seeing a specialist for things like that and i'm still struggling with it but it was in that it was in that moment i was like something's wrong and i yeah. was like this is not this is not normal yeah so i think it's hard when like i at least when i was really in in it in it and i was putting on the weight and i was getting really insecure and i was really embarrassed of you know at one point i had marketed myself as a fitness person yeah. and you know, talking about my favorite pre-workout, my favorite protein, my favorite blender to make my protein shakes. And then to have lost all that progress, I was really embarrassed. I felt like people couldn't trust me anymore. I felt like maybe, um, obviously I knew I would get judgment and comments and things. It just probably felt like all eyes were on you. Oh, completely. And I think is I put myself in that situation to have that happen, but that doesn't make it any easier. No. So, it took me a while, but through it, I think reminding myself that I am taking care of myself still. Yeah. Like I do eat decently healthy. Yeah. I do work out a lot. And this is just how my body is. Yeah. And like I will, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get back to the size that I was when I was quote unquote at my fittest, but I also don't really care anymore. And I think that's where it's coming from. Sorry. No. Long. No. So <laughs> this is like, this is what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. That like real and rawness and openness. I went as low as 12% body fat and damn I is that that's like competition I was gonna say that's a very but like like what's normal for a woman no my so through that journey um and what's crazy is once I like 12% 12 fucking percent but like I remember being frustrated because obviously even though I knew this wouldn't happen I had pictured a different body type when I would be at that low yeah and I, it w- I didn't get what I wanted because in my head, I pictured my legs being completely different. I pictured, um, you know, my body being a different body type. And even though it's very cliche and even going into it, I would tell myself, Alicia, you're still going to have the same body type. Deep down, I still like actually thought it would be different. So when I got to wishful my quote, thinking. wishful thinking, when mm. I got to my goal weight, I not only didn't look like how I pictured, even though I looked great, you know, I looked fit. Um, I was so miserable because my hormones were so fucked up and I remember we went to Greece and I had a miserable trip and remember I was like crying randomly. Was this when we went? (laughs) The second time. Yes. And I remember feeling, I, I was just so upset and I was like, it's because your hormones are fucked up. I missed my period. I was just like, this isn't normal. Now throughout all of this, I've learned where my personal healthy sweet spot is. And that is at like a 17, 16, 17, 18% body fat. I felt like that's where I felt not only healthy, like mentally, I felt like great. I felt like that's where my body felt healthy. Um, and I will never be back down that low ever again, ever again in my life. I feel like that's also getting into really dangerous territory. Oh, well, of- if you're, I, oh my God, if you're freaking period, I looked this up because I researched everything. Yeah. What happens is your body is literally going into trauma mode. So the first thing it tells to shut down is your, your reproductive organs, because clearly that's not necessary. 
So the first thing, like that's what happens when your period stops from working out too much or if you're athletic, that happens. It's because your body is in a state of trauma and it's like, okay, what's the first thing we can give up? Like a fight or flight. Yeah, and that's so unhealthy, especially for someone who doesn't even want to do body competitions. I was going to say, I used to be friends with someone who was like extremely fit Yeah, and they would always talk about how they had like a very small amount of body percentage fat or body fat percentage. But like it no was one like, cares. Like <laughs> I think he said like five or something. Guys are very different. Guys are extremely different. They can be like five to seven. Oh, he was like beautifully fit and it yeah. was crazy. But I was like 5%. Like that's nothing. That's not a lot. No. Yeah. I feel like that's and great, as, but only for healthy. As, like, yes. As physically, a, mentally, literally everything. like as girls, like because we, you know, have reproductive organs, like we need extra fat. Like, and I think just the word fat has been so thrown around in the world. I love my little pooch. Yes, that's what our squishes are for. Like we have lower belly fat to protect our organs. I was going to say one time, my best friend used to date a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. He was fit. Probably I, also 5% body fat. But uh, she would always talk about how she was really insecure about her little, her little, uh, squish I underneath squish. your the, tummy the lower, the lower yeah you're like lower stomach and she'd always say like I'm so insecure I just can't lose weight there like I don't know what it is you can't lose you know it. it's funny even me at 12% I still had my squish I and mean, that's what made me love my I was like bitch you're with me for life forever <laughs> you <laughs> would be like, you're with me for life I um he ended up telling her he was like you know that's for um w- when you have a baby it protects the baby yeah that's what's like the whole point of having it so it's a beautiful thing it should be celebrated the fact that we're able to produce a child yeah and you have your body naturally knows instinctively to protect it, there. it is so sweet no so, i remember also learning in, in college at by i think it was biology or something but it was the my professor was saying how that's why we all gain weight in our stomach not necessarily like our knees because your body's saying hey if i have this i'm gonna use it to protect you know, those organs. And I'm like, oh my God, our bodies are so smart. Like it we need really like is. to listen to your body with everything. And I think that is what's so touchy about anything weight related. Obviously we weren't intending for this all to be about weight, but um, I think that's why it is really hard to talk about these type of topics because it is so different for every person. Like every single person, like if I could say one thing is just listen to your body. Like if you feel like you are good, like you're good. If you feel like you want to be a little healthier then like, then treat your body a little healthier. Like it's, it's, I'm kind of rambling, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I think going with that and like you and I've had these conversations before Mm -hmm. how we have differing opinions on foods and meal plans and things. Exactly. So you and I both saw a nutritionist. Yes. 20 was it 2019 yeah 2019. Top of 2019 oh my god time flies Two but years yeah ago. we both went and you've consistently gone since then mm-hmm. I went for a little bit of time and I will admit when I went I saw results mm-hmm. like it does work but I just realized mentally for me it it was not good for me personally. and that was mostly the like the cheap meals I think also like getting and I will say they they called it free meals which I did appreciate but I, essentially I, it's a cheap meal <laughs> exactly I think it was the structure of like within every day it's like I I mean I did videos about this like video like every day has a certain amount of meals that you need to hit and then within there there's restrictions of even like certain vegetables you can have no dairy yeah no dairy you can't even have like butternut squash I Mm -hmm. think one time I ate like a specific type of squash and he was like no like no that and I was like but it's squash yeah so that's what I struggled with a lot and then like consist like all those meals and everything's everything like that kind of wasn't healthy for me mentally Mm -hmm. But I think also with that, like just having my fats like pinched yeah. all the time. Yeah. For me. Made you hyper aware. It made me hyper aware. It just, I personally didn't like knowing 
every week what my body fat percentage yeah. is. But it works for you. So that's great. But I think it's just being aware that, again, everybody, it's it's different for everyone. So for me personally, I had to do a lot of work on the back end after Even I stopped Even rewiring going. your brain of things. And I think uh, like my my biggest takeaway for, for myself was in the end, like you would never look at someone. My favorite thing I, I've learned from him, though, is to not care about the scale. Like that is my favorite thing. He is so big about like just how do you feel? And I'm like, you know what? I feel good when I eat like this. I feel good when I'm um, working out in the mornings or whatever, where I don't even care about what I weigh. But um, one of the number one things I learned was like, you never look at someone, you're like, oh, they look like they're 170 pounds. Yeah. Or like, you, oh, they're definitely uh, 20% body fat. Like, no one could tell. So why do we give a fuck? Like, that is something that one, I learned. Um, and then two, I feel like I also learned just a lot about the mental, the reason of why you do, the reason of why anyone gets into health and fitness, you know, is it, are you trying to prove something to someone? There are so many guys at the gym who clearly are just trying to compensate for their small dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but, or like they're trying to compensate. They're trying to prove that they're a man or they're trying to prove that they're strong. Um, we all know what I'm talking about. Or there's people who just genuinely want to be, or there's athletes who want to be the best version of themselves on the court or on, you know, whatever sport they're in and they need to fuel their bodies to be the the strongest machine that it could be. Or you have, um, you know, whatever the case is. And I think going into this, I really did, like I said, th- thought I would have a different body type versus of how can I just fuel myself? How can I treat my body well? How do I feel the best? And I, the reason why I even still go to see this person is because I'm the type of person who I I like that accountability a lot. Like I need that accountability. That's why I've always liked having a trainer. Yes, I could do it myself, but I need that. Like I need someone to be like, you got to get out of bed and do this. Um, And I've always worked really well with like a coach type figure. Um, Even though I can guarantee, I can tell you what my next like meal plan would be. I go for that reason. Um, and everyone's different. Um, I think that's a huge thing of realizing all of this is like, I don't know. That's one thing we've realized because I've gained some weight during quarantine. Like it's a fucking pandemic. Of course, We all have. Um, and when I uploaded that, that vlog, it made me so happy that people could relate to it and be like, holy shit, seeing someone who I thought had it all together show that they've also struggled in this pandemic, like makes me feel better about myself. And that meant so much to me because I was like the reward that I got of those positive comments meant more to me than being like the smallest body percentage I could be, you know? Well, even watching, we were watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and both Courtney and Kylie were talking about how they, they've gained quarantine Mm -hmm. weight. And I was like, oh my God, like it's so normal. It is so normal. Like that's like, like, and I, I, I think just we only have one, like just surviving this past year is enough. And having those expectations of trying to be who we were before the pandemic and before when life was normal and blah, blah, blah. And thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to work out, work out every day at seven, or I'm going to get X amount of, um, um, projects done this week, or I'm going to like wake up and feel motivated. And like, I'm not kidding. Like this year, I, my motivation is so different it finally feels like it's coming back but it's just not where I expected it to be going into this new year and I think again as much as I tell myself be easy on yourself there's a pandemic like deep down I'm still frustrated that why am I not getting more done why am I sleeping in longer why am I you know what I mean I know but I think I like looking at you from the outside looking in I feel like you're way 
happier as a human being right now. I am. No, you really are. I think, I think that is what I would, I wish I had more of an answer to that, but I can't stress enough. Like the number one thing that I've learned through my entire past two years of like health, fitness, all of that kind of stuff is that confidence and sexiness has nothing to do with a number or size and yes it's cliche and we should fucking know this but still like you have to believe that you're confident and that will never come in a size or number on a scale or anything like that and again it's very cliche and I just wish I could get this into my 17 year old head Although again, if I was 17 years old and someone told me, maybe I wouldn't be like willing to hear it. Maybe I wanted again to have that wishful thinking or something. And I think like confidence and sex, like that's what's sexy, like not a size. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like I like I've lived through, I've lived through that. I've said for so long that you need to love yourself at any stage of your health journey of your weight loss of whatever it is which is true and like I would say it and I I thought I would believe it but I feel like now I'm truly living it so I'm like for us right now because clearly we feel like we believe it what how did we feel like what is something that someone who doesn't feel that like what is there like I'm like I think that you can either if you if you can do it it comes almost naturally like it's Mm -hmm. not like a tip it's not like uh like follow these guidelines and you will believe it it's like it just comes within and it like comes even with age too almost it for me it almost just came like overnight where I was like okay this isn't gonna like my change isn't gonna happen overnight Mm -hmm. but for me what happened was kind of like overnight I was randomly it was like you know what I am hot as fuck yeah like who the fuck cares if people are saying things if people don't like my body now I'm sorry. Are they losing sleep? If they're losing sleep over that, that's like, they've got another problem. living rent free in their head. Exactly. (laughs) But like, if people are going to think that, that's fine. And that says a lot more about them than it says about me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's fine. You know, a lot of times comments, some, it depends on my day, but if a comment really bothers me, I remember I can turn off my phone. I can close my laptop and it goes away. It really does. It stays with me in my head, but you know, I get a, I go talk to someone. I'll usually complain to you. Mm -hmm. I'll talk to Cal. I'll go for a walk. I'll like something to take my mind off of it. And then eventually I forget about it. I think a lot of it is putting that boundary and that like bubble around you to not let those things affect you as much. Granted, it's harder said than easier said than done. Um, also, the I mean, the number one way to gain more confidence with something is simply practice, whether it is um, social skills or dating skills, as we know, at least start dating um, or even work skills, like just repetition and practicing. So even if it's a baby step, even if it's like maybe you don't usually speak up with your friend group or something like that. And even if it's something as simple as you being the first person to be like, hey, guys, want to do something this weekend, which to other people, they may think it's like literally nothing. But if that's a big deal to you, like you just gain confidence by doing that, realizing like, oh, my God, look what I did. I can do this. I can do this. And I think my best advice and this is really the only advice I kind of have for it, but it's just do those little things in your life where you can gain that confidence. And if it's you talking to strangers or if it's you, um, you know, pushing yourself in a workout. I think that's where I did get a lot of my confidence from was, you know, when you're doing a workout and you don't think you can finish, but then you do, 
that is where I got a lot of my confidence where I was like, holy fuck, I did that. Like I honestly was going to give up, but I pushed through. I think that's why a lot of people do gain confidence through, um, working out, but just because I gained confidence that way doesn't mean that that's someone else's path to gain confidence. Maybe their way that they gain po- confidence is leaving a toxic relationship. Maybe it's them standing up for themselves and wanting a promotion at work. You know what I mean? Like little things like that. I, I just don't want anyone thinking like, oh, I don't want to have to like do this whole health journey if I want to gain confidence. And I know we always reference that, but that's just how I personally gained my confidence. Um, but again, it's different for everyone. And I think that's why it's like, it doesn't matter what it is for you, but I think find ways in your life where you wish you were a little more confident and find the tiniest ways to do it. Like the tiniest little ways to do it. I think also going with that because as I said, for me personally, it just happened one random night where mm-hmm. I woke up and I was like, I'm that's that, such a you thing. Though. I'm that bitch. You, no, you, you, you waking up like, okay, I'm up. I'm that bitch. <laughs> I woke up and I'm that bitch. But turns out I'm a hundred person. That, that bitch. I think uh, if it's going to be the same for other people. And again, this is just my personal experience. Like what you were saying, it's different for everybody. Yeah. But I think a good tip also is fake it until you make it that goes for literally anything in life but especially for confidence if you fake it and you wake up and you tell yourself even if you don't feel it I'm that bitch eventually over time you will start to believe it you really really will also something for me personally and I know that we're just talking a lot about weight loss and things and weight gain but that's personally what's it being in the public eye Mm -hmm. and something again I've struggled with this my entire life so it's pretty much a lot what I what I have to say a lot but this was hard for me. I, a lot of times throughout my entire journey on YouTube, I always get people being like, your clothes are too small. Wear clothes that actually you, that you fit. Wear clothes that like, you know, when I when I wanted to get rid of my yeah. smaller clothes or my bigger clothes, people were like, don't throw them away. Um, you're going to need those one day, which I'm sure they're like really excited about it now. No, but, fuck that. <laughs> but also like, yeah, I don't, I, I really don't care. That's yeah. the thing. I can mm-hmm. fully say that now. But there was a time within quarantine where I was in a bit of denial mm. where I was like, okay, I don't want to get new clothes that could fit my body now Mm. because I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it. And putting that pressure Pressure. on myself made it even harder and made me, when I wasn't fitting back into those clothes, it made the, the realization for me to come to that so much harder and hit harder. You probably were so much harder on yourself too if you did like have dessert one night or something. You know what I mean? Which like that, in the end it's your choice to do whatever you want to do. Do you know what I mean? And like, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. So for me, I avoided buying new clothes and bigger sizes for a long time within quarantine because I didn't want to come to the conclusion and admit that I had gained weight, which is so stupid when but, you think about it because people can see, I know, I step, I can no, see no, no. it. But also, like I was saying earlier, no one looks and is like, oh, you're clearly wearing this size shirt versus this shirt. Like yeah. no one ever. Well, I think that's a thing too. It's funny is when people would be like, you should wear clothes that fit you. I, I will admit, I probably was buying I think I was struggling so much with my body dysmorphia and just what I was going on with, like, because I had in my life never been a medium like that. So I was like, I get to get a medium now. And so I would buy a medium when maybe the shirt should ran small. Maybe I should have been a large or maybe an extra large, but I refused to do that because I was like, no, I worked here to be a medium. There's a different meaning. Whereas now in my head, I'm like, if I get a medium, cool. If I get a large, 2XL, like literally whatever looks flattering and looks great on me, that's what matters. But it took me all of this to get here. But I will say, once I placed an order to get some jeans that 
fit my new body. You probably felt hot clothes. as hell. Oh my god, I feel like I was like wearing sweats yeah. and like I didn't want to go out. I yeah. would like put on clothes and be like, I feel so yucky. I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like it was so hard for me and made me feel worse about myself. Now that I have some clothes that fit me and I can wear cute trendy things and like things that I like am excited to wear again like I feel more confident yes. in myself and that's and then you carry yourself so different exactly and it, that shows to people because they're like damn like you look confident like why like you're rocking that outfit exactly like you're carrying yourself different you're glowing and I feel like that confidence it's not about the clothes that you're wearing. Clearly, it's because you feel it and you believe it. You exactly. Know? I think that I could have worn a crop top when I was at my quote unquote fittest and been so nervous that like, oh my God, is my hyper focusing out? Yes. If, are people like when literally no one cares? They're just like, cute crop top. Wow. And I could put the <laughs> same shirt on now, but I'm like, I don't care if anything is like coming out. I'm, I feel confident. I'm yeah. wearing a shirt that's my size and I feel great in it. And people be like, you look great. Cute crop top. Like yeah. same thing. It's just my mentality has changed. Your, the perspective has changed exactly. of like what's wrong with me versus like, bitch, I'm hot as fuck. Exactly. And if I one day get back to my old size, that's fine. Great. I've got a lot of clothes that I can wear. But, but if not, I don't fucking care. And uh, you and me, we would rather be happy and mentally happy than anything. Like there's been t when I first started my anti-anxiety meds, one of the side effects long term was weight gain. And I sat there and I was like, OK, like this might be hard for me because I've worked very hard to get where I am. And I came to the conclusion. I was like, I would rather be mentally happy. Oh, yeah. And have a few extra pounds even if it's from the medication I'm taking, like it's not worth like where I was. I like it was not worth it to go back there. If that means like, oh, like lose those extra. Like to me, I was like, OK, I'm with like that's better. Like I want that instead. I think having a healthy mental state is priceless compared to again. No one's going to look at you and be like, oh, she weighs 125 instead of 115. Oh, no. Like she, you know what I mean? Completely. But it's all in our own heads. And I, I will also riffing off of that after finding out about PCOS and everything. I, I mean, I've actually found a really good community on TikTok about it. Oh, I need to get on that for it, you it's page. Great. <laughs> it's really like, I learn a lot from it. There are people who are like specialized in just talking about it, doctors and people who like have it, who would suggest recipes and things, special workouts. Technically with PCOS, it's really hard. And I never knew this. It's really bad to be doing HIIT workouts or spin classes <laughs> are really bad because your body like it can't it like the amount of like up down up down up yeah. down with your heart rate isn't good for it you want to do steady state of like a literal pilates class i always love steady state. which i like but like i mean the spin queen for a moment I, no wonder i wasn't seeing results it wasn't good for me as a human being personally but then you hear societally it, spin classes are the best yeah and they are fun and that's fine and i like i grew so much i became healthier and stronger yeah. from it. i don't regret it at all but i was like oh no wonder I wasn't seeing I the quote unquote results that, that I was looking for. That just goes to show how it is so different for everyone. Like yeah. even us down to like the workouts maybe you should do. I don't know. But like point being, I think through all of this, we have just really learned that confidence in yourself is so separate and the world really groups together sexy and size and, and, and hot and a size that you are and um, you know, this whole pandemic, like you should be back on your, like, I don't know. I just feel like luckily right now people are being able to be aware that there was a pandemic and it's affected all of us in so many different ways. But what really matters here? I feel like a lot of us are in this, let's reprioritize things. 
um, you know, maybe before a pandemic, we worried more about some vanity things that we were like, okay, that's a little vain, but like we care about our appearance, blah, 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 blah. Where now it's like, hey, my body fucking got me through this year. I'm appreciating it in all ways I can because holy shit, thank you for getting me through this. Um, but again, I think, yeah, I feel like that's just the number one thing I've been really realizing is like, let's reprioritize some things. Why, you know, whether it's hustle culture or diet culture or whatever, like, could be toxic um, mentalities we have. It's like, let's bring it back to like, what's important. I think that's something else that we've really learned in this past year of like, what's important to me, mental health, um, my, my community, my friends and family, um, those relationships. And those are top priority for me versus before the pandemic, I was like, just my work. And like, as long as I'm like snatched and blah, blah, blah. Like it was such stupid shit. No, I you know. know. And I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like looking at you, like you are, so much happier and all like I can see like your mood you're happier but also at the same time I feel like you grew as a person because there were times where I would see you know like we'd want to have a friend night or something yeah. and you would skip it because you wanted to do a work thing you wanted to work out you wanted yeah. to eat clean or, edit or whatever or something. yeah whatever you wanted to do which is totally fine sometimes but when it was happening a lot I was like oh no I started to get worried yeah so I feel like it's great to see that your priorities shifted in a way that was healthy for you and everybody around you yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also we appreciate so much that people understand that we are normal people that are just learning as time goes on. And we've talked about how, like, you know, we've contributed to diet culture and other sorts of things that we're just trying to learn and understand. So we appreciate the graciousness that people have with us. And, you know, we could come back a year from this episode and be like, oh, my God, last year we had no idea what we we're talking about because, again, it comes with age and time and life. Yeah. So I think um, I don't know. I think we've come a long way. I think we have to. And I think we have to be gentle on ourselves. And I know whoever's listening to this, I'm telling you also, you got to be gentle with yourself. Um, and, and yeah, I think I'm proud of us, bitch. That's all I'm going to say. I am too. Can't wait to circle back about this next year. I know. But um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It means so much that you guys wanted to hear about <laughs> where we've been. And if anybody can relate to anything that we talked about, just know like, you are not alone. We are going through it. And I can guarantee you a lot of other people are going through it too. So you are never alone. Yes. And, um, again, really like hoping this didn't trigger anyone in any way, but we love having these open and raw conversations. If there's any other topic you guys want us to cover, please tweet us, please message us, please DM us. Um, we've been loving some of these deeper talks that we've been having because that's pretty much how Pretty Basic started by us crying and having heart to heart. <laughs> so um, we love you guys so, 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 so much. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.